0: Swirl to miss the man, time you crashed the van Bust the windscreen, almost broke your hand Cost you half a grand, you've been acting crazy I've been acting shady Oh, we are
1: fucked this time, fucked this time Swirl to miss the man, time you crashed the van Bust the windscreen, almost broke your hand Cost you half a grand, you've been acting crazy I've been acting
2: shady
1: this time
0: Hey there, friends and family of uh, Verta Brayman. Welcome to the live vertebramen Brayman post-game show. It is chaos. This is the show by the fans for the fans. And uh, if you're new to the show, uh, we host this every Sunday after the league matches are done on the Podbean app. If you get the Podbean app, You can join us when we go live. Bit of a smaller crew in here today. More of an intimate setting, if you will. Uh, We got Paul is with us. Uh, Spivey is here. And King Ian is going to be joining me as our good buddy Christian is out sunning his buns in the great country of Cuba. So uh, hopefully we'll see him back. I think the last time he went down there, he just about didn't come back. So if you're listening, Christian, please come back. I don't want to have to do this with King Ian again. Please.
2: Wow. Wow. (laughs) Starting off strong. (laughs) And how you doing, King Ian?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes. If you want to join us when we go live, you can uh, hit us up in the chat box there. Um, Rarely, uh, if ever, do we have not a bunch of time at the end because usually I jab for quite some time and And so does Christian. and uh, But yeah, sometimes if we have extra time, we'll open things up for calls and whatnot, too. So by all means, join us on Sundays if you can't. Pick up the podcast on any of the platforms uh, that, uh, that I guess most people use. I think on the website there, it shows all the different ones that we're available on. Uh, If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, we're sometimes there. Christian is at S-V-W-O-M-Y-T-F-C, myself at NotEasyGreen. If you want to send larger bits of mail, uh, NotEasyGreen2017 at gmail.com is a place you can send those. Uh, But if you want to hang out with uh, the rest of the crew, oh, Sooner just joined us, which is great because he's supposed to be part of the show later on, (laughs) so thanks for that. (laughs) You can uh, go to the Discord there, and uh, that's where people chat. It was a little quiet uh, over the international break which is kind of typical um and there hasn't been nearly as uh, as much disney well not disney i guess uh, mario porn uh flying around there so that's good i'm not sure how many people we, <laughs> we scared off <laughs> with that but uh, i i think it's calming down now so you can feel free to venture back out again uh, you can find links to the discord links to all kinds of other stuff uh including the the verter shop uh, I'm not sure if the what it do shirt is still up or not, Kingian, or is the Black Friday sale still happening? How long does Black Friday last these days?
2: Yeah, um, well, apparently until uh, December fourth. So seriously, um, yeah, <laughs> on the in the store. So yeah, there's uh, 12.50 for t-shirts right now, and everything else is basically on sale. So um, nice. Yeah, the what it do design has come down. Um, okay right because that one's kind of legalities <laughs> um, litigation perhaps uh so um if anybody would like one though um let me know and i can put it up for an hour or two and then take it down again, <laughs> uh if needed so
0: private private message ian yeah. on discord or whatever and then <laughs>
2: Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. And if there's any other, uh, maybe obscene or legally dubious designs you'd like, uh, let me know and we can have a quick fire sale. Uh, if always needed, so.
0: For those that need that big booty Bowser yes, t-shirt. Right.
2: Yeah. Those, I think uh, Nintendo has a large legal team. So we got to keep that one pretty. Yeah. Tight.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine Nintendo would want to take you to court and then have like, as it entered into evidence, a t-shirt. <laughs> Bowser and a a boy Wario
2: bought this this shirt on (laughs) (laughs) this day. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, you can find all kinds of links to all kinds of stuff happening uh, on the Linktree. Uh, So that's Linktree backslash verter N A. L-I-N-K-T-R dot e backslash Burter N-A. So we're going to get things going here. Derek Ray had mentioned oh, uh, just in passing that it was Chabby Alonso's birthday oh, yesterday. Wow. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if you heard that, uh, King Ian, went, that it was I his birthday. no
2: idea. I,
0: I think a lot of our listeners were kind of surprised uh, to hear what a hate on you had for Derek, Derek Ray. <laughs> well,
2: like I said, I think I have a really... Um, Uh, like i'm really appreciative of him he's like a super promoter of the bundesliga and is really trying to uh like drive it home to the english audience how great the league is and i don't disagree with him on that fact but my my big thing was is that he always like flexes his german knowledge and then immediately will say exactly the same thing in english and it's just (laughs) oh my god and he just doesn't shut up i like (laughs) i guess he was by himself so he didn't have anyone to bounce stuff off yesterday but Oh man, it's it's uh, it's a lot to listen to, especially when you're watching Verde Bremen play as well. It's <laughs> yeah, as, not, uh, not always as the most exciting.
0: Yeah as you say as the great Bobby Cole used to say let the game breathe. Yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well after uh, after 2 weeks of no club football it was act- I was actually kind of excited to sit down and watch the game yesterday even though Leverkusen were coming to town. I had picked us to lose 3 nothing and there really was oh. no reason for optimism <laughs> but I was excited. This is what being a fan is all about. So as the game rolled on, it became glaringly obvious that Werder would be outgunned in every category involving some semblance of talent. It looked like Leverkusen was playing their B squad in a kickabout match. Oh, there were times when Werder built up a little possession but with perfect consistency, they managed to squander the opportunities they created. Verder's old nemesis, Turnovers from Bad Locations, came back to haunt them as two of the goals came directly from bad turnovers. The third goal, the first of the day, ironically came from a Werder boot. New hotness, Demas would have a troublesome game, putting the guests ahead with his own goal mere minutes into the match. Verder gave up three goals on a below 1xG, a testament to just how lucky... Laverkusen were to walk out with three points. (laughs) King Ian, you watched the game. Uh, You hated Derek Ray. I don't know if you just muted it. (laughs) What were your thoughts on the game immediately afterwards?
2: Yeah, I mean, so I had taken some notes um, in the first uh, first half, and I thought the first 10 minutes was really well. We came out really strong um, and were attacking and had our first sort of uh, that one pass that Boré had towards the goalkeeper. And um, I thought we looked really strong. I was a bit surprised. Um, and then we scored an own goal. <laughs> and then yeah. it's kind of hard to be uh, positive about that spell when you're down immediately. Um I like uh, right away. Right. So um, sure. It's like, yeah. it's like
0: playing Munich. The moment you let the first one in, now you're just looking at the clock and trying to guess yeah. how many more. Yeah, are- exactly.
2: <laughs> what are we on pace for to give up? Right. So, um, but yeah, I thought, I mean, overall it was a bit disappointing to really be bunkering at home, but what else do you expect against the team right. like, that is now top in the league? Right. Um, yep. and yeah, I think we were deservedly down two nil at half. Um, we didn't really push forward at all. Um, but I was excited by the, them pushing towards the end and we did get a goal, got called back. Um, but at least there was some fight and not just like, okay, let's just see the game out and not. Do and it cons-
0: right. yeah. And a conspicuous non call on a handball and a few yeah. other things that, uh, that definitely could have, could have helped on yeah. a day like that. Yeah. yeah uh, you've, uh, maybe got some stats that people might be interested in stuff that stood out to you or caught your fancy.
2: Yeah. So we, uh, were, well behind in shots, as I sort of mentioned, uh, they were, yeah, they were fourteen <laughs> to two uh, ahead of us in shots. Uh, our two, I can highlight them for you: uh, were <laughs> Bore's pass to the goalkeeper in the first ten minutes, uh, mm. and then Nimj's, uh, uh crossbar smash in the second. Uh. So it wasn't even on target. Um, They had four (laughs) shots on target, and we were able to block five of their shots, so that's exciting, at least. Um, And, uh, oh, what's his name? Bunny Face. Yeah, bunny. Um, (laughs) He averages five shots a game, uh, 5.1, if you will, and uh, he only got three against us. So that's, I mean, a positive, right? So, yeah, um, that's good. Uh, Putting up those Duke numbers. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, We were outpossessed 60 40. And based on watching the game, this feels pretty generous for us. Uh, They had 918 touches on the ball, um, including 647 accurate passes, which was. 237 more than us, um, which is uh, significant, Uh, but you would expect that with the um, increased possession. Uh, Aerials were eight to three for us, um, which isn't a lot. Um, Usually there's a lot more in a match. So it sort of um, says to me that uh, the match was mostly played on the ground Um, and tackles in the match. uh, We attempted 26, but we're only successful on 16 uh, and they were much more effective going 17 for 19. Uh,
0: well, that's what happens when you're two steps behind a team all the time, yes, right?
2: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Just oh, they're gone. Okay. Well, um, yeah. And we were whistled uh, for 15 fouls to their measly four, which is sure pretty crazy yep. for a competitive match that you only foul four times in a match. Well, it's
0: it's, I mean,
2: it's it was pretty, what was being called, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and it, it's pretty. It it again just so, shows the disparity. I mean, we remember being in the second league, and and this really did feel yeah. Like watching Leverkusen against Werder was like watching Werder against 50% of the teams in the second league. Right. Right. Yeah. It The class was just insurmountable.
2: Yeah, totally. And yeah, just chasing shadows most of the time, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with those fouls, we were booked three times, um, although one of them was descent, at least I know from Leo. Um, and they Way to go, Leo. One booking.
0: Always, uh, always a valuable card to pick up. Yes. Oh, <laughs> all, uh,
2: totally. And same with taking off your shirt. Yes, that's right. super helpful um, towards the team's efforts. Uh, corners were six to one for Leverkusen. And um, while their accuracy was 0% from them, meaning we were uh, defending them well. Both their first goals came from second phases of corners, though. So, we were oh, you took away one of my in. things. Damn. Oh, <laughs> well, you bring it up again. Yeah. Um,
0: I will remind you all,
2: yeah. Um, but yeah, so the first, uh, the own goal was um, crossed in, cleared out, uh, then sent back in, own goal. Uh, second one as well, um, played out, um, crossed back in, and uh, from Pong was on the back post, so. Um, but yeah so we immediately broke down once they got the ball back again just outside the area so um but our one corner was accurate so that's that's good at least so yeah 100% accuracy on was impressive um and then we led yes of course
0: i don't know how long this one goes this isn't the cheering one maybe it's yeah that,
2: that one's a bit one. Well, i think
0: it uh, goes on for a while doesn't it <laughs>
2: Uh, We led interceptions 10 to 6, which makes sense because we were defending the entire time. And most importantly, clearances were 19 to 13 for us. Yeah,
0: The all-important clearances. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it was not a good day for stats if uh, you were hoping for for good numbers for Werder, that's for sure.
2: No,
0: definitely not. Well... In the uh, little bit of tactics I'm going to touch on, not too much because uh, I've honestly, with, with Werner, I'm beginning to despair trying to find things to talk about when it comes to tactics because not much changes. Um, the, it, it like takes that old adage and changes it. The more Werner coaches, the less things change. Um, so it was apparent that uh, Werner was looking to create Bremen's offense through aggressive pressing of the ball in phases. Uh, kind of to pressure Leverkusen's defenders into making poor passes. Um, And then after the first 45 minutes, I think it was clear uh, to everybody that Leverkusen simply had far too much quality for this to be effective. Uh, Werner would try to press, but they would drop into coverage after kind of the first line of pressing had been broken, which happened uh, with regularity. Um, Outside of that, uh, Werner kind of relied on some direct passes uh, to Dukes, who struggled to do anything of consequence throughout the match. Uh, his strike partner Bore also pretty ineffective, as neither player really seems to thrive under that t- you know that style or type of play. Um, the final option uh, for Werder offensively was to try to build along the wings, but again. Um, it was difficult because both Dema and Weiser were being asked to play much further back uh, because of how aggressively Leverkusen's wingbacks play forward. So Werder found it really difficult to generate offense through the wings as well. There were a few moments of brilliance. Um, if you join us during the games on the live chat in <clears throat> in Discord, uh, there were some comments and some people obviously saw that it was happening. You know, some some nice movement, good good passing, uh, but that kind of happened very sporadically. And then when it did, the final ball, really, it was always missing. Uh, defensively, as mentioned, Werder looked to play compact and kind of force Leverkusen to the wings uh, when they weren't pressing, uh, which they did uh, actually fairly well. Uh, Werder should receive some credit for limiting the large chances uh, and and rarely found itself being completely torn apart, uh, with the exception of a few counterattacking uh, moments in the second half, which, again, it, it feels like a consolation prize. Like, here's your... Here's your participation, Ribbon. Um, but with a team the caliber of, of Leverkusen, uh, I think we have to be realistic and say we were playing Bayern Munich part deux um, and and just understand that the fact that they didn't completely gut us uh, is probably worth a, an attaboy on some level. Um, <clears throat> and and as we've mentioned before, the, the teams were really on two drastic uh from two drastically different talent pools uh and i don't think there was is going to be any tactics that were likely going to level that playing field it should be said however um that verters midfield were pretty successful in keeping uh verts quiet on the day i don't know if you noticed that he was even playing Ian. like when he subbed off in the second half i was like oh he was yeah he i guess he was out there like they they kept him super quiet, which is probably part of their success would be my guess.
2: Yeah, he really didn't. Uh, like, yeah, it wasn't, a, I don't think, a headline player. Like, he wouldn't have highlighted No, it, I don't think, at the end, right? So, yeah, which is good.
0: All right, let's uh, run through the things that were awesome and the things that sucked. Um, not sure how big the list is for you on the second batch of this, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let's yeah. go with things that were great because we're such a positive show.
2: Yeah, I was really happy with the late push. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I was encouraged by uh, the late pressure that they showed and that they were pressing to get something from the match. I mean, they were never going to get any points from the match, but at least they showed um, some fight and were trying to pad their own stats, uh, which was good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think that's nice to see. I think we've seen in the past matches where they just bunker in and they're like "Ah, mm-hmm. oh, well even when, I mean there's matches when they're up one nil or tied and uh they'll just bunker in and not do anything right so um yeah there I, I don't think this match was ever uh if Sooner had said to bet on Bremen to get anything from this match you should get your money back but uh, at least they were <laughs> at least they were trying to get something from it which was uh encouraging. Um, and then my second one was uh, Felix Agü getting minutes. Uh, sure, he yeah. Did only get 22 touches on the ball in his uh, 34 minutes, but he contributed two clearances. So that's something that we like to see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he, I, I didn't realize he played a minute against uh, Union Berlin, um, and that's that's the only time he's played all season. So um, it's nice to see him at least as an option. Uh, yeah, and getting out there right.
0: It was, it was a little too bad to see him on the left side simply because he has no left foot. Right. Um, and that, again, is part of his his problem. You, you might have even noticed that through ball that he put onto Schmied that was unfortunately ever so slightly offside. Um, he has to always stop and move the ball to the right foot uh, mm-hmm. or doing something, and, and that always just takes time, right? Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. I get the sense that if he doesn't have to make that move to the right foot, uh, Schmied's not offside
2: right yeah. yeah yeah that's fair and it's just that's something you just don't have time for at this level right so um yeah gotta work on that um and then my uh, third up was uh, the warm-up tops that they wore uh ahead of the match um for the inclusion match um in support of the blau, blau maya atelier um and from did you hear about this no Oh, OK. Um, yeah, so it their, was their annual, uh, Bremen's annual uh, inclusion match. Um, and so they support inclusion among um, people with uh, different backgrounds. Um, and uh, from the press release, uh, Blaumeyer is uh, located in Bremen and has been offering uh, people with different artistic backgrounds the opportunity to discover and develop their talents in the field of the visual and performing arts since 1986. It's a place for self-determination, creativity, and inclusion. Um, the works that are created there are an expression of solidarity, passion, and the ability to transcend borders. They are inspiring and encouraging, and they show that art knows no barriers. Um, so this was, um, yeah, they wore um, warm-up tops that were sublimated with art that um, people that, uh, that go to here. Okay, hear. I was
0: wondering why those warm-up tops were looking yeah,
2: a little and so yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they have um, a bit of a line uh, of clothing um, that you can purchase as well, and then ten percent of that is going back to the um, uh, Blaumeier, um in support of uh, the the okay. past- or the not the pro- uh, the projects that they run. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, that's that that cool. Well. I don't think they've done that in the past, although they've, they've had this inclusion match in the past before, but, um, they haven't done this specific sort of warm up top. So. Thought that that's was good. probably
0: the most genuine, nice, good news we've had on this program for four <laughs> or five years.
2: <laughs> yeah. So that was good. That was nice to see.
0: Uh, all right. Things that were awesome. Uh, Zeti getting the start, even with a healthy Pavlenka. Yeah. Um, that was big. yeah, now, I mean, I I get the sense the goalkeeper conversation is going to continue, um, but he had a pretty solid game, all things considered. um, And at the end of the game made three really good stops, um, you know, to kind of keep us, (laughs) to kind of keep us outside of the complete embarrassment. Uh, The second thing that was awesome, uh, Jinma getting onto the field with time to make an impact. And then he did. Um, So once again, Jinma is finding a way to provide Verder with offensive opportunities so yesterday his one shot uh, which subsequently made up 50% of Verder's total <laughs> shots
2: yeah
0: <laughs> it rang off the bar uh he made a great run at the defense to create the opportunity which is something Verder did not do all game long. Uh, so uh, again it's it just goes to show you the different type of player that Jinma is uh, that can create opportunities for Verder. Uh the third thing that was an up was Lenin or Lulu as he is so affectionately <laughs> called. Um <clears throat> so Lulu with limited time, very limited time, he makes one key pass of the game which subsequently was 50% of verse total. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so Leland continues to show that he has the skills this team needs and and yesterday, I mean given the atrocious game that Schmid was having, um may have made an interesting midfield if we consider you know Lenin Stea, and Bittencourt especially against an offensive weapon like Leverkusen I think we could have done with uh, some more of the beefiness in the midfield yesterday uh but but even with that in mind um the the pass that that uh, Lenin threaded sh- was better than the passing that Steya was giving us right can can we just maybe admit that Linen has playmaking ability and needs to be out on the field. Uh, it just, I mean, it, it just drives me bonkers sometimes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know it it's really frustrating, um, but
0: yeah, again, with limited opportunity, he's proving that he's he's got a case to be playing on a regular. So
2: it's wasn't was for me. It's always world and we're just living in it.
0: <laughs> uh, we want to say hi to Salty joining us live and uh, and 54 t one, five, one, fl 1375 q u l r r uppercase lowercase r 31 i'm getting the sense that that's got like, to be lachef cuz it looks like it looks like squirrel at the <laughs> end <Yeah. laughs> uh all right let's go to the things that were kind of sucky Oh, that's a satisfied squirrel i have to see if I, maybe i got to tilt my head and squint i see can that. see that
2: i can see it <laughs> so,
0: i can't <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um,
2: oh sure enough i
0: can i did have to uh, pop a quailude turn my head okay yeah go ahead things that suck uh, just, uh, <laughs>
2: i genuinely only had one thing i th- the result um and being realistic you not expect to be beating the top team in the league, um, but it's not fun getting smashed 3-0 at home. Um, sure. Interestingly yeah. to me, at least um, the teams in ninth through 18th all either lost or drew their uh, matches this weekend, which is mm. uh, an up for us, I guess. Helpful. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, kept, kept us in. Uh, you're
0: the in, only guy that could take the section on things that suck. And you're like, and this is positive. And
2: this- <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's a breath of fresh air, isn't it? So <laughs>
0: Oh my. All right. So you only had one thing that sucked?
2: Yeah, I genuinely like I mean, well, I mean, you could nitpick and well, why be negative, right?
0: <laughs> right? Cuz we're so damn positive all the exactly. time. So I have three things that suck. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> and you've already touched on one of the uh, one of them. Uh so will we won't belabor the point, but the but the first two goals are as a result of not clearing the ball from a corner. Right. Um and this is one of those things that uh, has been a repeated problem for Werder. However, it's something that we haven't been punished for. Uh, and today or yesterday, i uh, sorry, it was, it was that inability to clear a ball from a corner that presented the additional opportunity. Um, and it's uh, really important to get a clearance from a corner because your team is not in its traditional um orientation right players are kind of in a bit of a mixture and everybody's kind of working their way back to their positions uh and that's why it make you're very vulnerable if you don't properly clear it so that was the, uh, a down for me that two of those goals came just because we couldn't be bothered to clear a ball um uh, which apparently clearances I mean it's something we're good at I've been yeah I, I'm reliably informed <laughs> it's a stat we dominate on on a regular basis um okay so the second thing that sucked uh Werder remain one dimensional uh it was <clears throat> it was apparent that that Oli was looking to create kind of offense from situations where Verder were in a high press and trying to trap Leverkusen deep in their own zone uh but Leverkusen played through the press brilliantly uh leaving Werder with almost no chance at a quick turnover surprise counter opportunity so so with that option for offense not working it was kind of the wing buildup, and as i discussed that really wasn't working because of the positioning of Visor and Deman um, and then, you know, as we were kind of working our way, uh, up into the, the midfield, there was a number of those same old crappy passes back into the midfield, uh, that were kind of gobbled up by the opponent to start a, a counter-attack. The third goal was conceded due to that exact situation. Um, and, and the last few games, Werner has used Schmied and Bittencourt kind of as wing options, but well over the halfway line. Uh, however, again, as mentioned with Visor and DeMaul both being asked to play deeper, it meant Bittencourt and Schmid were now having to play deeper on the wing. And Schmid got pressured and he sent the ball directly to the opposition to begin the counter for the third goal. It was just, it was just sucky. Uh, and the last thing that I thought sucked was the lineup card. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know if it's even. Maybe a guy just shouldn't even mention it anymore because it's almost like, no, who noticed? Right? It's like, oh, another uh, lineup card that doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, you know, it's Tuesday. Like it, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> so Werner has a healthy Stark, Stark. Sorry, a healthy Peeper and leaning on the bench, and he opts for none of them. It just, to me, it, he plays a back three that he did uh, when those players weren't an option. Um, you know, Stark and Lenin getting those patronizing, dinchy minutes um, with, with Lienen pro- providing that one good chance in the second half. Yeah. There's absolutely no excuse for starting young when you have all the center backs fit. Absolutely no reason. Uh, Velkovic is another player. He has 50-50 on the day. Um, I, I do like what Sooner said on the Discord. So here's a positive in the negative section. <laughs> oh no, I'm coming off on you. This is why you don't want me hosting. Anymore. I do like what he said in the discard. I think it sums it up nicely. So so Werner it, it will try something, and if it works, he will repeatedly go back to it until it is repeatedly shown it no longer works. Right. So as I mentioned last episode, we need an opportunist. Uh, we need a coach who's an opportunist, and I don't believe that Werner is is that. Uh, so that was the third thing that I thought sucked but uh let's uh let's get sooner in here and we're gonna have an on-air three-way for everybody listening (laughs) there's a reason we don't do video uh let's see here do that why did you say something
2: He's a very very good friend of mine
1: sooner
0: sooner maggot sooner it's a reek system maggot 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 sooner nobody can do it like sooner nobody builds walls better than sooner Nobody's better to people with disabilities than Sooner He'll totally accept the result if I win. Hey, Sooner. Hey,
2: <laughs> Matching that energy. Yeah. America. It's me. Okay. How's it hey,
0: going, guys? Uh, How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the show.
1: It's that kind of day here, man. The weather's weather's pretty crappy here. A little tired, but. You're in Chicago. What do you expect? I know. Well, see, you know. Drive-by is in wind. When my girlfriend was trying to convince me to move here, she just told me it was going to be the weather was perfect here all the time. And I mean, that was a lie. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. It's not true. No, you're, yeah, you are in the uh,
0: urban version of the prairies I live in, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we got Sooner on the line with us. uh, So the three of us are gonna go through some of the news of the day. And uh, there's, we got, I guess, since Christian isn't uh, here today, uh, we got some listener questions. Uh, Only one of them uh, is juvenile. So Hmm. that's interesting. But let's uh, let's start with the uh, with the first topic. Zetter is the new number one. He's declared as the number one. So Pablanca was informed of the change. Uh, the team has also stated that they do not intend to switch back in the immediate future. Um, that a goalie kind of needs to have the security that it won't be a different person each week. Now, I'm not really sure why it's a bad thing with goalies and a good thing with field players when they talk about week in and week out competition. But okay. Um, Zetterer has proven himself over, over the last few games, uh, and has been, as has been repeatedly men- mentioned on this podcast, Werder benefit when there is a goalie who can pass the ball. Uh, Zetterer creates better situations for Bremen's defense, uh, when under pressure and has the ability to place kicks with accuracy further up the field. Uh, so without full this has become absolutely necessary. Uh, let's go, uh, to, to King Ian here first, your thoughts on Zetterer as the new number one. Um, is it Is this the, is this the right move with Pavlenka contract being up all that other good stuff happening? Is this the right move for the club?
2: Yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, but I also, uh, also agree with you that I I don't understand why you can't have competition. I don't think there's any reason that Pavlenka shouldn't play again. If even if Zetter is healthy, like there should be, if, if you see something in training this week that Zetter is bobbling balls and stuff like that, then maybe, um, uh, then maybe Pavlenka should be uh, starting on the weekend, right? So I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you that it's it is strange to be like we can't have competition at that spot, and they need to be certain that they're um, yeah. not going to be super fragile with it. But I mean, I think <laughs> he is the. I think he needs to be the goalie that we move forward with. I, <clears throat> as as we've mentioned before, Pavlenka is a really good. Um, uh, shot stopper, or sorry, uh, yeah, shot stopper. Um, yep. But I think Zetterer is probably the goalie that we can move forward with, unless we bring someone in, and then we'll have fourteen goalkeepers. But um, right. uh, <laughs> like, yeah, Dudu's not getting any chances. And uh, but I mean, I think if yeah, if we move to Zetterer as the number one moving forward, I think Pavlink is gone uh, uh, pretty quick here. I don't think he's the type that will uh, be okay with just sitting on the bench to uh, to not play. Right?
0: Sure. And salty says that uh, maybe they're prepping for Mio Bachos uh, yeah. coming back. Um, I know he's been mm-hmm. playing just about every
1: single game. I didn't see how his team did today. Um, I haven't but, been following uh, it today either. But he, he's he's been doing pretty well. He's had some really good games over there.
0: He's play, he's playing for a relegation team, and right. you know he's gonna he's seeing. I can't remember. I, I did some math here. How many shots per
1: game he's seeing comparatively to the other team? He's getting lots of practice. We'll so right. put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you know, it's funny. I I didn't uh, I, I must have missed this or something. I, I didn't know that they had actually come to come out and said that. Uh for just sure. Just today
0: just today there was an article talking okay, about I it. Missed I missed that. I think it was on uh, cuz Fritz was on Doppelpass uh last oh, night. okay. And so there was some stuff leaked.
1: Right. Okay. No, I I I think that's probably a good move overall for us moving forward. I think that cetera I mean, it's you know, it's starting to get to be a point where it's been a it's been like, what, five games now, four or five games that he's been mm-hmm. goal for us in a row. And he's I mean, every time has been at least pretty good. Um, it's kind of a weird thing. I mean, my mind immediately goes back to we were in a similar situation to this two years ago where Pavlenka was injured, etc. Came in. And, you know, when Pavlenka came back, he was still on the bench. That was when we had Marcus Anfang. we were in the second league. And, yeah. and maybe we were just trying to keep Pavlenka healthy so we could sell him. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting thing. But but Pavlenka responded. Obviously, it's the second league, not the first league. But eventually, we did go back to Pavlenka. Mm-hmm. And he seemed to, I don't remember there being like a weird period of time where he was not feeling very confident or he looked really rusty or something like that. So, I mean, the other thing to say about this is like, you know, assuming that like that can repeat itself, you know, Pavlenka kind of, if, if we have to turn to him again, we have done that in the last couple of years and it didn't result in like a huge crisis for the club. Sure. Um, I did. I, 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 I do kind of think, I mean, I, it's weird. I, I, I don't really watch baseball, but I do get the feeling, right. That there's like, yes, that you, you worry about every player, like getting the yips, but you worry, especially about your pitcher getting the yips. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know if maybe that's why people are so protective of like wanting to make sure that their goalkeeper is in a good mental state but, um, but no, I think, I think it's a good thing for us moving forward. Um, and the one thing I did point out in the Leverkusen game was like, you know, games like Leverkusen or Dortmund maybe could, or Bayern, you know, could give us like, he could give us a public, like it could be the, the better goalkeeper in those games, just because I think he, he might have a slide edge over, et cetera, in terms of um, stopping shots. And maybe that's what we need more. I mean, Et cetera is especially good, right? If we're really trying to implement our own offensive game plan, and in a world like where we're just trying to hold on and and keep them out of goal and see and see what happens, maybe Pavlenka could be the person um, that you would want to see back there. But no, overall, I think it's a really good move.
0: Yeah, no complaints here. Um, I've been asking for this for a number of. Well, probably years now, since watching Zetter in the second league and understanding how much better he was with ball movement, uh, he makes the defense so much better um, when under pressure. Uh, I'm just really happy he's getting a chance. But I think you make a great point there, Sooner, that we did this sort of thing in the second league, and you're right. Pavlenka came back and was strong. Before, when we uh, relegated, uh, there was probably a season, I would say maybe a season plus, where Pavlenka was having – uh, in and out bad games, just that mm-hmm. like where he was making, you know, some of those where he biffs a kick. Right. And <laughs> that, that happened, I think probably three times last, uh, the season when we relegated, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then he was uh, he was out for a time and he came back and then really got his shit together. So I'm not sure if, uh, you know, like you said, if it's an option for us going forward, at least we know he's has responded uh, well to that before. Yeah. Um, in other topics, like there was a lot uh, that happened this last little while, even with the um, the team not playing because there was uh, the AGM and everybody gets excited about this. <clears throat> I'm not sure why I, I love reading about this sort, this sort of stuff because this is where um, everybody tries to say the loud part quiet um, right. <laughs> and and I just like the fact that there are people up in front, uh, having to make speeches and trying to uh, manipulate information <laughs> the best way possible. Um, you know, again, like I said, to, to hopefully say the, say the loud part uh, quietly. Um, and uh, oh man, well, it, the name there says naked squirrel. And now I, I can't remember what the other one is. Um, can Pavlas uh, Pavlas stay now? Uh, he's risking his spot on the national team. And, and isn't he their first goalkeeper? Yeah, that's uh, totally true. There was a couple of people that were sympathizing with Pavlenka that this comes at the worst possible time for his international ambitions or his national ambitions, I should say. Um, And uh, yeah, I I think it'll really maybe affect how the conversation goes or maybe how the conversation has been going already about the contract plays into
1: this a little bit too.
2: Yeah, with the Um, Euro coming up next year as well, right? So Yeah.
1: Right. But see, I think this that thats this is part of the whole reason why he was wanting, he was talking about leaving or like, yep. we thought that he was going to, his contract was, was locked up for like another year or so. But then all of a sudden there was talk like, oh, actually he could maybe like terminate it a year earlier. Somehow, like he, he was maybe thinking about going and, and getting another contract somewhere else. And I think it's all tied up to this thing of where he's the number one check keeper. They're having the Euros. It could be a big summer for him mm-hmm. and maybe he, he can get a big paycheck. So, I mean, now it's just kind of the pendulum, the pendulum swung the other way, where he's not even the own starter on his club team.
0: Yeah, and that one that could very much negatively uh, impact him. Yeah. Um, looking at the at the AGM, there was a couple of highlights, uh, key things that I wanted to touch on because they they are important to to what's going on with the club. Uh, the first one, and um, it would probably be good to also. You know, maybe bring in somebody like Anna at some point in time uh, to discuss this. But the, the big one, the club president, uh, Hess Grunwald, um, made it clear during his um, presentation, I guess, that the direction of Werder Bremen going forward is going to be to find a financial partner to invest in the club. Um, so he clearly stated that the current situation at Werder is not going to produce the necessary income in order to achieve economic stability. And this can obviously no doubt be because of the heavy debt load that Verder has taken on in the last few mm-hmm. years, uh, which is, I guess, why it's kind of so ironic uh, with all the Bauman ass kissing. Um, but. you know, boasting as he, you know, him as the greatest sports director and that they wanted him to stay on longer. And then saying that the financial situation caused by the pandemic and dropping into the second league has now put the club in a position where they can no longer continue as a purely member owned organization. Uh, you know, (laughs) but he, he so the, the, the thing that the number one thing is that he said, this is the, this is now the direction of Werder Bremen. He basically said that, um, He then went to the detail, uh, onto the detail of the type of partner the club is going to be looking for. And by all accounts, what he defined uh, is not an investment partner at all. Uh, What he's looking for, near as I can tell, is a local company to donate a pile of money to Verter, which is not going to happen. (laughs) Uh, So here were the key qualifications of a new investment partner. Number one, shares our values and and identifies with them. I think that's fair. Number Mm -hmm. two, regional roots and doesn't have short-term interest as their primary driver for wanting to be a partner good freaking <laughs> luck
2: we're not concerned with uh, return on investment over the next year <laughs> or 10. <laughs> like the issues that they face is that if Werder is in
0: such a poor financial position that the only way forward is through a financial investor they can't really call too many shots when it comes to the vetting process Um, I mean, there's going to be immense pressure from the fans to not have an investor, Uh, meaning that if they do bring in an investor, it has to be to the degree that the fans won't riot, Uh, hence the criteria. However, no investor, no serious investor would realistically look at tying up large amounts of cash in a long term development with an admittedly fragile sports club in a volatile market with no short term profitability guarantees. (laughs) <laughs> and that's why i said they're not looking for a partner they're looking for a donation what are your guys uh thoughts on the direction of the club that you know uh Hess you know I'll, I'll maybe go to sooner here um he it said it black and white plain this is the
1: direction what are your thoughts yeah i mean i kind of think that i mean i i i i so so, so you 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 know the financial situation more or less like what they're in right like you know all the yep. the money that they owe and then you also hear them say they want to be debt free by 2028 i feel like the only way that you can do that is by bringing in an unanticipated in like like source of, of yep. income and uh, Dr- or drugs right yeah <laughs> 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 and I guess maybe they were thinking, oh, maybe Fulkrug can do that for? Her. I don't know. And then I think it's become pretty clear that they're not going to be able to do that through getting in the Champions League or selling Fulkrug for 30 million euros or so. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think that uh, it's, it's a really unique situation because I think actually, if they can find someone, it would be a good thing for Verder, but you have a lot of fan. Uh, fans who come to the game, uh, you know, last year I was at a number of games in the Beza Stadion and, and, uh, you would see frequently, at least a few times I can remember, um, where the, the Ultras had banners that said like, you know, basically Verder needs to remain Verder. Like, do no, we do not want any investor of any kind. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I. I the, the other thing to 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 play into all this is is like when they're talking about bringing in someone regional i mean yes Bremen is like a it's near Hamburg which is a pretty big yep. place although I'm not really sure who wants to you know invest in verder Bremen in that city necessarily although we do have a friend friendship <laughs> there with saint pauli and it's near a, a lot of the maybe the the, the commerce of of um yeah. Uh, 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 Lower Saxony, Niedersachsen, which has has some other big cities in it, but Bremen in and of itself is a very poor city state. It is the it is the poorest region in all of Germany. Um, uh, and there's not like a ton of money there, <laughs> and so I don't necessarily know what what company is going to be coming in to help funnel a significant amount of money into the club, um. You know, because I, I just don't really know how many really strong and healthy groups of industry there are there uh, right now. Um, so I don't know. I mean, Harms Olmeyer is like a CEO with um he's on the board now. He's he I think he's a current CEO, not a former CEO with um or or uh, some sort of high up with Adidas. I mean, I don't know if there's anything that his contacts could do to help the club out. But I mean, yeah, it's, it seems like a long shot to me, just because I'm not sure that there's going to be um the kind of club who can bring in the kind of money that, that we're looking for without, uh, yeah, w- just wanting to help us out and being able to say they're associated with Ferritur. The,
0: um, yeah, the, the greatest challenge there is going to be an investment, a long-term investment with no uh, guarantee on return. Um, mm-hmm. and, and even even a an incredibly strong company, uh, that's not the kind of donation. And again, I use the word sp- strictly because that's what it is. Uh, if you're not if if, if you're not going to be guaranteed something, you're not investing, right? You are you are you're you're donating, um, and and that's it's not a write off for for any <laughs> any company, right? Uh, um, you're getting a little bit of pushback from Naked Squirrel <laughs> <laughs> about the uh,
1: the poorest region uh, in Germany. Yeah, I'm just messaging him back here, but I think I I because I, I, I was I wrote about this a little bit on the blog. I mean, at least one thing I saw was that like the uh, almost, uh, you have the highest population of, of people living in Bremen who are, um, you know, uh, homeless or living under the poverty line or something like that. I uh, I, I do know, I mean, having, having lived up there, I, it's, it's not doing great. Maybe it's not as, as poor as um, Mecklenburg-Fort or some of the other uh, Eastern kind of um, uh, areas over there. But it's, it's not an area that has a lot of money. And actually, just a quick 30-second fun fact. One of the reasons why that is is a lot of people live outside of Bremen they live in cities um, uh, that are in Lower Saxony, and they go into Bremen to work, and they make their money there, and they go back home to Lower Saxony. And they pay their taxes there, mm-hmm. so they don't, they don't actually pay their taxes into the um, to the city of Bremen. Huh?
0: That,
1: yeah, and uh, it's just because
2: it's such a small physical space, uh, right? Yeah, it's, it's, a it's a city state. It's like Hamburg
1: and Berlin and Bremen. They are cities. They're, they're they're you know it'd be like if Chicago or Toronto were its own state. It's like a city state or risotto. province. Thank yeah. Or you.
0: yeah. Sure. <laughs> on, yeah, I was just gonna say that a, a fun fact with kind of a capital F. U. And fun. Uh, <laughs> your uh, your thoughts on uh, needing a uh, investor, Ian?
2: Yeah, it just seems like a really weird um, game plan moving forward uh, to be in this sort of position and, and announcing that. And I think unless one of us wins Powerball. Um, I don't think you're going to get, uh, or the Lotto Max. Um, I don't think you're going to get this huge injection of cash just to be associated. I mean, we have um, Mathai and um, like Amalander. There's other like small groups that are um, associated with Bremen. Right. But um, yeah, unless you're sponsoring the club, I don't, I don't know why you would invest huge amounts of money um, into, into the club with, without this like, yeah, like you say, guarantee of at least getting some sort of return on investment.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it when you say it, it's a straight or an, an odd or a strange or a kind of a out of left field, I mean, they've been talking about it for a little while, but I don't think it has ever been said quite so explicitly Sure. that yeah, yeah. that this is what's happening. Uh, made more interesting um, is what Klaus uh, Philbury said. Um, so, Again, talking about uh, this all kind of links together. So Werder po- posted a loss of $3.8 million last season, uh, increasing the club's negative equity to $17.8 million. Uh, as mentioned before on on other programs, uh, negative equity basically means that if Werder were to sell absolutely everything associated with the club, we would be short $17.8 million uh, when compared to our liabilities or the money that we owe. Um, this also becomes a real challenge when it comes to finding a financial investor. So at present, any investor would have to accept the reality that their ownership would represent a percentage of money that they would never see right now, today, right? And and this this growth in negative equity is also why the league uh, fined Werder $800,000, which is always strange to me. But each club is supposed to decrease their negative equity by 10% per season to indicate that they have good financial practices. Um, and the trouble with negative equity is that uh, in defense of, of Werner here is that it's it's super fluid. So like when it comes to real estate or player values, it, it it fluctuates, right? And so all of a sudden, you know, negative equity heads in the wrong direction. You get fined by the league for not having money. It like I said before, it's like arresting a guy for sleeping on a park bench because he doesn't have a home, right? You're yeah. you're what you did was be poor. You're <laughs> um, so you know that that aside, that already makes it difficult for an investor. But this quote stood out, and I'm going to have you guys comment on this. So the quote was, the goal of being an integral part of the Bundesliga is to be considered a priority over financial stability. So this quote was in conjunction with an explanation as to why they kind of decided to keep the squad mostly together uh, from the second, like when they promoted. Um, Really interesting quote. It is more important to be a part of the Bundesliga than to have financial stability. Uh your thoughts, King Ian.
2: Uh yeah. I mean I don't think those need to be mutually exclusive. Right. Um, they, <laughs> uh, you should probably also like if your house is on fire, you yeah, I don't know. I that's crazy. Like it's um it seems like yeah, you can do both things at the same time. Um of course, yeah, you're gonna have to prioritize one or the over the other. Um, but it doesn't just mean that you should be Bankrupt in five years and ceased to exist as and, a club, and
0: still, but still in the Bundesliga that but last still year, Still in right? the
2: Bundesliga that last year. <laughs> when,
0: yeah. we, when we catered, we were in the Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's silly to think of those two things as um, mutually exclusive, and yeah, you, it's on a list of priorities. Um, yeah. Well, we're now three
0: years. After taking a twenty million dollar loan, and Verder is reporting that it's now been decreased to seventeen million after three years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there still remains the bond of around seventeen million as well, which Verder needs to raise one point one million annually just to address the interest. Yeah. And when that bond matures in another two years, Werder is going to have to repay that full 17 million back to investors. Unless of course they become like the investors that, uh, is looking for where they, they just donate their <laughs> investment. Um, you can begin to see kind of why the club is starting to pucker their ass when it comes to future needs of an investor. Uh, in, in short, uh, sooner. Mm-hmm. Have they painted a picture that is so bleak, um, that there is no other way out of this. Other than somebody
1: coming in and paying the debts? Man, I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, like this is what I was saying earlier. I mean, like, to, to me that, that's just that's just what it is. I mean, I don't know. Uh well, I mean, if 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 your goal, I mean, I I feel like the only way you can you can continue doing what you're doing right now is if you're okay, you know, without balancing the books before 2033 or something. Like like, like if you are really trying to go from like what are we at now? Like you like you said, like like, so like we're negative 17.3 million in, in equity. We have all these debts and you want yeah. to go from that to like the book sheet is balanced in five yeah. years. How are you supposed to do that without, I mean, like to me it's, it's. I think it's just a, a, a necessary thing that you have to do, especially when, and this is an interesting thing. I don't think we've talked about it very much it's something I've heard brought up on some Bundesliga podcasts that I listened to. And I was just looking, I don't see a date for when the new TV deal is going to be negotiated. Um, but I think that what what you hear from people who are in the know about that is that it the money that the, the Bundesliga is going to get from TVs. is just going to go down. Like there's, there's, mm. there's, there's no, there's no reason to expect even or to uh, out of maybe blind optimism, uh, except for maybe blind optimism that, the, the money is going to stay where it's at it's it, the, the, the the so all these Bundesliga clubs are going to be getting less TV money to split around so you know whether you hear about you know oh you gotta stay up in the Bundesliga because there's so much more TV money in that or you know we we, we, want, we want to be in ninth not 11th because of the TV money you're already you, so much of the plan of becoming healthy as a Bundesliga club you know is, is the money you get from TV. And if that is already going to be reduced to like, a, I don't know, let's say 85% of what it is now, and we're in a, you know, we're kind of toying around a recession still, I mean, like, you've, I mean, what, 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 frightens me is you don't really hear necessarily a plan for that, <laughs> you know, right. you just like, oh, the TV, the Bundesliga money is good, it will always be there, it will always be, you know, rising with the rate of, of inflation and yeah, that's all fine. And that, that to me is also a little bit uh, uh, disturbing. <laughs> counting your chickens before someone steals them
0: right uh all right so a third person got up and shot his mouth off um and that was frank bauman and i saved this one for last i don't know why um
1: (laughs) he's the one who got us
0: into all this mess right um (laughs) our fearless leader he spent a little bit of time uh backing Werner as the coach he went so far as to say that if Werner. Uh, we're currently looking for a new coach they would be looking to hire Ole Werner. Um, he'd mentioned that in the last few well I thought it was oh great uh, in the last few weeks that there's been like a noticeable development in the team and that they've been impressed with his ability to kind of continue to function innovate and do his job with all the pressure and criticism that he's taken on um, so Bauman this was I, I love this. Bauman went on to defend the work of the scouting department, stating that they have gained 50 million euros selling fourteen players who've been used in the underage teams. I fact checked this. Um and he is correct. Hmm. Yeah. At least he's got that going for him. Oh, oh just, just 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those backhanded compliments oh, I, I like to give out. I see. Uh, so he affirmed that this is the direction the team needs to continue going and finding these young players uh, with potential to turn them into profitable business for the club. So of the 50 million, um, can you guess who was approximately 18 because of how he chose to define ah. his terms? <laughs> right? Mm. It's, very, it's very cleverly done. Um, players that have been used in the underage team. So Fulkrug fits that. Is that yeah. Christian Gross? <laughs> <laughs> right? So cool. Fulkrug's 15 mil plus possibly three more from what it sounds like Didn't is in Josh the calculus. Sargent play for like, like, like three, three yep. games in the second, if we're for the second and, team? And, and his 9.5 million is calculated in that yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> so so that said uh, the selection uh, he chose was rather specific in a couple of areas, the first of course being that any player that has played a single game in our underage teams means that Fulkrug is in there uh, despite this being his second stint with the club, so that gifts 18 million to Bauman's 50 <laughs> yeah. um, with his given selections we come to approximately uh, when they sold 4.2 million per player is what Bauman is boasting when they sold, right? 4.2 million ish, so yeah. outside of that the timeline that he gives is rather curious. So he na- he lists some names when he says, we sold this guy and this guy, and we made about 50 million. Um, so the names he gives is right after the fall, like when Verter drops into the second league and we're kind of required to sell players for what we could get. Mm. So the motivation wasn't like, We've developed these guys. We sought this young talent. We've turned them into something, and now we're going to sell them for a profit. It's like holy shit! We're in the second league, and we can't we can't afford this anymore. We need to sell people. So the motivation was unloading salary and trying not you know to address the hemorrhaging finances, not developing youth. Right. Um, so because this is where my br- I do this. I apologize already in advance. If we remove the players <laughs> that are sold during the relegation season, we are left with them having sold nine players for a total of just under 15 million or 1.64 million per player. So again, you see the bulk of the bragging point is Fulkrug and the massive uh sale after uh after being relegated. In the prior 3 years, so prior to relegation, you want to talk about Ba- uh, Bauman saying our scouting team has been great. We've de- been, been developing youth prospects and selling them, and this is what we're gonna have to do going forward. In the first three years of Bauman's tenure, they sold one well, they sold they, they sold one player, <laughs> uh, Leon Gurrara, for 600
1: <laughs> I have no idea who the hell that even is <laughs> <laughs>
0: unbelievable right so in a roundabout way i guess what i'm getting at is this has never been a plan of bauman it is incredible how he's gaslighting this situation that that he is not only um been a a stable person uh in in his position that he has guided he's rewriting history and it's, it's really pissing me off um that they created this developmental scheme for bringing in youth prospects and you know wow what a great job we did no you sold out of panic you sold because you had to you sold because they were you were hemorrhaging finances the first three years of your tenure do not show that as as what you were trying to do the last three years uh really only show that if you don't like if you count the the relegation season and you include full that's it And, and so it's bogus the whole thing's bogus Uh, He wants this to be his legacy and, and it's not his legacy is that of management to the point of relegation, then managing to resurface and last one season back there. That's your legacy. Don't gaslight me.
1: There, there, there are things I
0: can handle. Don't lie to me.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, I, I think, I think that like for some people, at least there can be lines that, that can get crossed, right. Where it's like, because, I mean, it, it, I think it's been said a lot on this uh, on this pod and in our kind of group before, right? That, I mean, you do have to give it to him. Like, like Bauman did a number of decent moves after relegation, right? I mean, like, getting the amount of money we got sure. for the players we sold while relegated, it was a pretty... I mean, I mean I'm not going to say we should, like, you know, build a statue for him, but, like, that was a but pretty don't, good move.
0: Don't tell me that it was as a result of proper planning, excellent scouting, and development pound sand
1: <laughs> right exactly or or like don't tell me that like you're not the one who started the fire that you had to put out you right know what i mean like you know th- you, you yes i mean you, you you the fact that he started the fire should not completely say mean that we forget that he also did some nice things after that but that should also not outweigh the fact that he was the one who had a lot of responsibility in, put us in putting us in that position to begin with
0: we should uh rewrite uh who uh, we didn't start the fire.
2: Brian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bauman's failed transfers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Could have sold Maxi for 30 and ended up selling him for five. I don't know. <laughs> There's a project to work on, I guess, yeah. in the late, in the late <laughs>
0: nights when I'm not sleeping.
2: <laughs> uh, did you have any comments on that, King Ian? No, not really. I mean, yeah, it's the yeah. uh, Numbers can be bent and turned Mm -hmm. to uh, prove anything you want it to prove, right? So, very much so. He would do that, though.
0: It's literally part of what I do for a living. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we got some bet on it or against it for you guys. Uh, I'll ask the questions. You two can bet on it or against it. If you guys want to send me these uh, before next show. You're welcome to. It's just proposition statements, uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you got a little too interested by that. Oh, by well. the...
2: <laughs> My direct messages are open.
0: All right. There's sweet tits. Um, <laughs> first one bet on it or against it. Zetterer will play over five games before they switch back to Pavlenka. From now, uh, I guess. Yeah. Starting now.
2: I, I would bet on that. I mean, considering they've said that they're going with him, I think, yeah, like you said, Ole does not change his mind or tactics at all. Um, I think they'll, I think they'll stick with him for the next little while.
1: Just, just for fun, I'm going to bet against it, just because it's interesting. They they only play four more games now, I think, unless yeah. my math's wrong, until the winter break. And you got it. I, I wonder if like something is going to happen between. Um, when we play Leipzig, which are the last game before in um, in December, and then when we play Bochum in January. Like, is something going to happen where they're going to say, you know, we thought about it, and now we've had all this time off, and actually is going to be the guy. So I, I'm going to just p- play devil's advocate and bet against it.
0: <laughs> all right, bet on it or against it. Uh, the first two are, are uh, Zetterer questions. Zetterer will only start until Pavlenka signs an extension.
1: <laughs> so I guess there's two happening there. Uh, I'm going to bet against that because I, I don't think I think that this is actually uh, a like I, I think Pavlos is already kind of now. He, I think he already had, had one foot off the ground and he's got now he's got one foot out the door and the other one's off the ground. Like, I think it's he's probably getting close to leaving.
2: Yeah, I would say the same. I don't think he signs an extension, so I don't think that happens. I think he's, he's I think he's gone.
0: All right. Uh, bet on it or against it. Kaita will not play more than 60 <laughs> minutes. In the four remaining games of 2023,
2: bet
1: on it. Bet. On it. Oh. Gosh, I think. I think. I mean, well, I four games. I think
2: it's. That's. I think it's, four games. It's Fifteen likely, minutes a game. I think it's more likely that one of us play ten minutes than he <laughs> plays sixty in the yeah. next four.
1: because <laughs> well, I mean, the other I thing would bet on that. Right. Like honestly, like they should. Like like if 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 he if he's not ready to play at all, uh, I think we play Gladbach after. Stuttgart. Um, they should just go ahead and shut him down until January. Just like announce it. Like quit b- <laughs> being this. Will he won't? Do, just shut him down and do everything you can to get him ready for the uh, the after the winter break.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right.
0: Here's our juvenile one. Um, ben will have Kleenex and lotion for the return fixture if Hincapie is playing.
1: I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know if you, are you, are you. Do you usually use lotion? Are you a lotion guy, or uh, do you use a baby oil guy, or Airbag. Oh, Okay, yeah. okay. I'll see you bet, yeah. No, yeah. I'll probably <laughs> bet on that. It, if it ain't rough. In. It don't work. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, bet on it or against it. Verder Ultras will stop the club from a potential financial investor. I'm going to Whether bet that's against... through protest, I guess, or
1: some sort of I don't know subterfuge. <laughs> I, I'm going to bet against it, just because uh, this is something that we, I don't think you brought up, but I think it's something that that Involved said, like th- they believe it is it is in their purview to to bring in an investor without having to get a vote by the members.
0: He said so, that. He said we, he actually yeah. said we do not have to ask
1: right. for your permission. Right, so I, yeah. I think at that point it's probably coming hell or high water. I, I, the, the 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 it would have to be like the protest of all protests by the fan scene. I think in order to well, stop and
0: this it. this is what I mean. Like with actual, I don't know. I don't know how dedicated the ultras uh, in Bremen are. I would assume fairly. I'm not sure if they would resort to like violent or um what's vandalist types of acts or something. I I guess that's what this is maybe implying that the ultras will basically stop at nothing uh,
1: to stop a potential investor. Yeah, I mean, I could see them like maybe just like just refusing to to come to games. Uh, and I'm not sure at that point. I mean, at that point, you're probably just saying like who who's going to capitulate first. Mm. I think I think the club says like we need this and like we're just we're willing to take whatever risk that you're going to bring into it by maybe protesting or uh, stuff like that.
2: Yeah, same. I mean, I don't think there's it's the the club has to do this and they can justify it that way right um i don't think there's anything really that the supporters will be able to do you can stop going to matches but uh ultimately they that's not really going to hurt them i don't think that much in to in in a in a move that they think is going to save the club right
0: sure uh last bet on it or against it Verder will be one point outside the direct relegation position on the last game of 2023
1: I'll bet on it.
2: I will be optimistic and bet against it. I'm trying to see the table. <laughs> we are we are only three. Uh, I four, mean, it, four points clear. I thought of right I now. I think
1: three now. oh uh, okay. we'll, 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 we're 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 three clear of sixteen. Which I, so yeah. I guess like I guess depending on this
0: this said, this said direct relegation.
1: Okay, direct relegation. Okay, yeah, we're four, we're four clear of that. Four points clear right and now. And we're we're plus eight on Union right now in terms of goals. So we have we have goal breaker tie uh, uh goal tiebreakers, um goal differential tiebreakers. I'm still gonna say that man, I just don't know. I don't know how many more points we're gonna be getting, honestly, right now. Yeah. Uh, some, <laughs> like Mainz is picking up points. Uh Union, I think, looked a, a bit better this week. I think All this is a pretty player. a
0: pretty good statement here. Yeah. It, it it slices this sucker right down the middle. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm optimistic. I'm saying not a chance. We're going to beat Stuttgart away. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have Augsburg at home, and then Gladbach away. Um, after Stuttgart, and then Leipzig at home. I mean, yeah, uh, you'd expect some points uh, over the next stretch, but um, yeah, I think a really big thing is is where those points come from. Uh, Union and Cologne and Mainz, right? So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, let's, uh, I guess, move on to contest and upcoming games sooner. I guess this is where you can
1: uh, you can take it away a little bit. Sure. Okay, yeah, let me let me talk to you a little bit about uh, our upcoming opponent, uh, Falfe Bay Stuttgart, and I feel like, you know, there's two ways you can either look at this going into it. You can either say, because most people probably know a little bit about what's going on with them, right? You can either say, like, oh, maybe this is, like, a, a model that we can use or, like, this is, it can give us hope that we this can happen to us, or you can say, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to listen to hearing about how well it's going for this team that was playing for relegation uh, the last few years. But um, Stuttgart has got to be one of the best team, uh, one of the best stories, one of my favorite stories in the Bundesliga right now. They finished 16th last year. They brought on a new coach, um, Sebastian Hurnes, like the last, I don't know, 10 matches of the year. Why
0: they would started- you do that?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But you know. But the, the, the point of, First, they did bring in Bruno Labbadia first, and then they said, "No, right, let's, right. let's bring in a real trainer. Let's not let, not like a, a chimpanzee with his head stuck up his ass." Um, uh, but I figured, as a,
0: as a Trump guy, you'd love that Bruno Labbadia comb over. <laughs> I just love how anytime there's a, like a slight breeze and he's coaching, it's almost like the whole top of his head is is eating open air as it goes up <laughs> yeah, and down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah, Bruno Labadia, Labadia, <laughs> very good trainer. No, um, uh, but basically they had, uh, you know, they 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 kicked Hamburg's ass in the relegation playoffs. That's great for us, um, but. Then they, they did, like, I was really worried about them because not long before the season started, they had they, to sell yeah. three of their most important players on their team. They sold Mavropanos to West Ham. They sold Wataru Endo, who was, like, the captain of the team, to Liverpool, yeah. and they sold Borna Sosa, who was one of the – he hadn't been playing very much the last year or two. I think maybe that might be a – train like, he had, had an attitude problem with the trainer, or he, they were trying to protect him and sell him. But, like, from just from a talent standpoint, one of the better left-backs uh, uh, in the um, – uh, the Bundesliga, I thought the last few years, he a- went to Ireland. Apparently, they apparently blew, they are, they blew up their squad. Like right. A week before the season started. Right. I mean, how, also how nice is it that you can sell your, <laughs> you can sell like the, the, the good players <laughs> on your shitty team to like West Ham and Liverpool. That must be nice. Um, but so anyways, I think a lot of people were like, oh man, the bottom's going to fall out on Stuttgart. Right. But they have, I mean, what they're like third in the table right now. They have like 27 points. It's been, it's been unreal. And, one there's there's two big reasons why they're doing so well the first one is Serhu girasi who is i mean he's having like the, it's like a dream season uh you know he he was they thought they might sell him too um and but he said i like it here my family's here i feel very happy here i want to stay and he like all he did to start off the season get listen to this guys eight shots on goal his first eight shots on goal all of them were goals <laughs> Like he he hit everything into the net, and he also broke um, Lewandowski's uh, record to start a Bundesliga season. I think he, I think he scored like I don't know like twelve goals after the first eight games or something like that. He has basically as many goals as Fulkrug had all of last season when he tied for the lead in the league. He's but on, then he w- yeah he's on
2: fifteen and Stuttgart has thirty one, so he has forty eight percent. Wow, right? It's insane. Goals.
1: And he's been injured. He's been injured, right, exactly. So, I mean, and I was starting to think like, oh, maybe we're going to catch him, you know. I mean, they had some other good players, but, you know, they're riding his wave and they're going to slow down a bit now. And But uh, do you remember how I said that they were thinking about selling him? Well, they were thinking about selling him so much that they brought in a lone player from Brighton named Denis Undov. And um, but they didn't end up selling him. He just like, okay, well, now you're going to be on the bench. Except for now, he's... Uh, uh, he's been playing for them. And all he's done is rack up seven goals and two assists in nine games, <laughs> including he had two goals in the game against Frankfurt on Sunday, and he scored the first one in the first minute of the game. Like He's also just doing really, really well for them. Um, Ghirassi, this is
0: starting to sound like a PR piece for Stuttgart.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you're either going to be like, maybe this could happen to us, or you're going to say, like, oh, <laughs> fuck off. I hate this. I hate this. Why can't this be us? Um, <laughs> but uh and then the other player this sort of talk about i was looking at the game from last year the last time we played them and he had a pretty good game in this game too his name is chris Fierich. um he i think well he was a former it's funny he he, he 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 transferred from schalke's youth team to dortmund's youth team which is kind of an interesting move i feel like and then he played for potterborn for a while and then he was he's been at stuttgart the last couple of years and he's uh he's he's coming on pretty well this year uh three goals five assists um, really passes a lot for them. Uh, like, like, like good in ball movement, kind of like a, their visor in some ways, except he plays more middle field or uh, up front. He plays more on the left side, I think. Um, Stuttgart though. Yeah, they're playing really well. They've been really pressing. I, uh, I watched uh, all of the game yesterday and I watched a bit of the Dortmund game and they're pressing a lot, like really aggressively pressing. It's um,
0: good. We got defenders that can move the ball. well.
1: <laughs> yeah. right. Um, yeah. And uh yeah, is still coming off the bench uh for them, but who knows, maybe um he will be feeling good enough to to start against us and just in time. So that that'd be great mm-hmm. for for Verder. Um and then yeah, so uh my my lock of the week is uh I'm gonna take uh Stuttgart minus one and a half. So Stuttgart to win by two goals or more. This I, I had it right last week, which I put Leverkusen minus two and a half, so Leverkusen by three more, they won by three. And um, this is plus. It was one. a beautiful victory. It was a wonderful victory. <laughs> Perfect uh, very victory. peaceful, wonderful victory. Um, Perfect
0: pick. <laughs> there are a lot of good people that I was dealing with.
1: And Both sides of the aisle. Both. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's but, right. Yeah. Paul asked the question. Is Mercedes paying you? I'm starting to wonder.
1: Oh so, gosh. You know. <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I'm sorry. I got to. Sorry. I'm, sorry. Oh, it's my po- coat pocket here. Sorry. It's gotta, <laughs> A little bit of paper in there. Sorry about that.
0: And a big hello to Juan. Welcome.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I bought myself a Big Mac for with all those with all those earnings from the Labor pick. Um but yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm going this week with Stuttgart minus one and a half. I think they're playing better than us. Um, their their goal differential is like plus six. It's like plus fourteen at home, and our goal differential away is minus six. It's just hmm. it's it's not very good. Um uh, I that gets you plus one oh five on DraftKings, so it's it's basically a, a dollar for uh, dollar. A dollar for <laughs> dollar almost. I mean, but uh you still get a little bit of juice extra and uh it's probably gonna happen. So uh and if it gets better lock it up. <laughs> up. Ooh, that's a big luck, all right. Of the day, 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 day.
0: I never I know love. when you're done. So I know, it. I know, I know. Sometimes <laughs> I just ramble, but I
1: just love it It's like, uh, but you should do it because it's probably going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to, it's probably going to get there for you. Yeah. Well, I, I
0: am honestly after that big fat uh, Stuttgart puff piece. I'm thinking about
1: betting the exact opposite way so I can gloat when we have an away win. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I mean but do you think olivander's still gonna be sick like is he gonna be like uh got a got a little oh, snuggy on having some uh having some well, that's, what I,
0: that's what i said in the in the chat there he he looks like he's he looked like a ghost who was dressed up for an outdoor funeral in canada <laughs> he looked so bad <laughs> It was yeah, really you have 5%. to take a
2: day off if you're sick. Like, just right? don't. I mean, it still would have been his lineup. As guys been... are
1: coming in and off the field. Nice job. <coughs> yeah, exactly. And, and someone else had been doing the, tra- the, the 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 training, at least for, at least for a couple days. And then someone yeah. else did the, the press conference. This guy, yep. he didn't but even. But he
0: sat on the bench next to everybody, breathed on everybody.
2: <laughs> I tell
1: you what. But, yeah, let me go through. Now I'll run through the uh, contest leaderboard here real quick. Yeah. um yeah we had a few people i believe it was uh ben literally the Trend only part Red- of the
0: show i've been waiting for
1: <laughs> ben trent and someone else got it right let me see if i can find it uh matt m they all picked you guys all picked three zero for labor and i man, genuinely I
2: wanted... thought you were like, <laughs> let me see who else oh it's yeah. me oh it's <laughs> me no, I, that was no. All set up. I picked
1: i picked two one i, I went against my lock oh I was like, yeah so that's why you diversify you got to hedge your bets yeah you got to totally. diversify against yourself
2: diversify um, those bonds <laughs> uh
1: but i wanted to point out it's funny like you have been right on two picks this uh this this go round, and both of them were uh, one of them was a zero uh, they were both zero three defeats one of them to, to Bayern. <laughs> one of them to leverkusen so you have a specialty there it looks like i have a
0: <laughs> <laughs> i can smell a bag of shit being put on my, my first doorstep yeah the real, the real thing here is how far out am I from Geppy? Cause that's literally all anybody listening to this program. That's all they care about <laughs> is, is where's Geppy? where's Ben. And once they hear that, then,
1: then they tune out. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, uh, it was, uh, Paul or PJ cacophony, um, 86, 9, fat bod Yoshi, uh, who got, uh, zero to three also for the Um, but uh, So let's run through the, uh, the leaderboard here real quick. Geppy's still on top with 21. He's opened up a little bit of a lead. He's three points ahead of the second-place player, which is Dirt 13. Uh, but a lot of people are still pretty close behind that. Uh, Mark with 17. Spivey and Ben are tied uh, with 16 uh, oh, for fourth company. place. Trent has 15 points. Arun and Cacophony... Or PJ, Paul, and Liam, and Dr. Tim all have fourteen. They're all tied for seventh, eleventh place. It's Ian and Christian, tied with twelve oh. points. Oh my god! <laughs> and oh, yeah, but yeah, see, the the, 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 company. the uh, <laughs> and I'm right behind them. So it's 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 a bit of a it's a bit of a bottleneck for the uh, Winnipeg bus depot because I'm right behind you guys with ten. Um, Matt M has got ten also. Then Brian has got nine. Uh, Dustin and Muhammad each have eight. And then Condre in 18th place has six points, and then uh, it's a three-way tie at the bottom with Verder VK, Verder Wagner, and who doesn't love a threesome at the bottom more than Juan? Uh, at a boy, being at you know, the bottom of the pile, slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got.
0: Uh- Awesome. Well, thank you. Juan loves the bottom, he says. Uh, well, thanks for doing that, Sooner. Always appreciate it. And uh, appreciate you coming on, uh, bragging about the other teams. Uh, that's always nice. Nice way to fill, uh, uh, you know, 15 minutes. Thank you. I'll guarantee
1: um, you that, like, uh, I think it's it's not the next team, but the team after that, Augsburg, I I will not have very many nice things to say about them.
0: Yeah, it's it's too bad they got rid of jiggle tits. That was one yeah. of my favorite parts about playing Oh, Alexburg. gosh.
1: <laughs> I even <laughs>
0: I even made memes for this season with with jiggle tits in them, <laughs> and then he then he got moved. I was so disappointed. I I was ready. I was ready for this
1: season. Yeah. I was gonna have fun with it. But I oh was well. I I was at the game when uh, we played what? against them on the road, and you know it was like after the everything that had happened the first time around, and he kind of was gloating at us in the away section when they won, and I was like, I I would almost just fly out if 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 he was gonna if we were gonna play him again. Just fly out for that game. Like, I don't care. Like, take my money. Like, I want to be there. I want to be like right behind the goal, and I want to. I would like go crazy. Like, I do not like him at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, special thanks to King Ian for joining us on the podcast. In uh, Christian's stay, uh, for those of you that are on Discord, uh, make sure you let Christian know exactly how amazing this podcast was without him. <laughs> Um, or, or vice versa, you can, I guess, do what you like, but I, I would recommend that you, uh, you puff some King Ian tires there and, uh, a special thanks of course, to Sooner joining us every week, uh, to give us the rundown and a look into next week folks that'll do it for us today. Um, I think unless there's any other topics we need to get to guys,
1: you know, oh, I was good. thinking we could talk about, um,
0: and uh, thank you great. very much for that. <laughs> we'll <laughs> close it out. Have a great weekend, everybody, and a special Thanksgiving, uh, I guess, weekend to all of you, Maracas down there. Take care, everybody. We'll chat with you again next weekend.
2: See
1: you Have guys. a great rest of your weekend, guys. Ciao.
0: Swept to miss the man. Time you crushed the
1: van. Bust the windscreen. Almost broke your hand. cause you half a grand. You've been acting crazy. I've been acting shady. Oh, we are fucked this time. fuck this time. I swear no to miss the man do you crash the van, like Bust the whiskey me. Almost broke your hand Cost you half the ground You've been acting crazy it. I've been acting shady Oh oh we
2: are Fuck this time Fuck this time Fuck